The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So yesterday we started um, with, uh, with faith, faith, first of the, the five faculties. And uh, today, uh, um, energy, energetic vigor, virya. So I, I uh, just a few days ago finished um, <clears throat> teaching a retreat at at IRC with Inez uh, Inez Friedman, and um, the theme was was doing and non doing, and she, we would sort of alternate Dharma talks, and she represented the effortful side, the doing, and I represented the uh, dimensions of the path where we mostly get out of the way. And it really, um, it really is a dialectic uh, between the doing and the non-doing, but the effortful side is no joke. It's, this is not, this path is not something for nothing. The uh, and and Guttara Nikaya, the Buddha said that uh, that he was careful never to rest on contented with uh, his skillful qualities. It says um, relentlessly, I exerted myself. Gladly would I let the flesh and blood in my body dry up, leaving just the skin, tendons, and bones. But if I had not attained what can be reached through human firmness, human persistence, human striving, there will be no relaxing by persistence. Yeah, and uh, you hear that and see how it lands in your mind. And I think historically I've been quite inspired by kind of images of warrior-like effort. And uh, yeah, they've held a certain place in my heart and mind. But we want to interrogate uh, where do we source our effort from? Sometimes it's okay to strive. Most long term practitioners have periods of striving. There's some striving, there's some clinging. And just so you know, it's not like we um, spontaneously combust if we strive. But, but all the, the kind of willfulness can actually reinforce a sense of self, the sense of me striving to make practice, make uh, practice work, you know, kind of. And that um, that striving, um, yeah, solidifies the the a kind of wrong view. Maybe we say, uh, I I described a. Um, a very kind of willful mode of practice to a teacher 
And uh, with incredible, really just exquisite kindness, the teacher said to me something like, Matthew, you're running a Dharma race from stupid to stupid. <laughs> One of those Dharma moments, you don't, you don't forget that. It actually filled me with delight, you know, just to like feel in that moment released yeah released from this willful mode of virya of effort because for me somewhere early in my practice virya and sakyaditti got yoked together this effort and self-view the contraction and tension of self got yoked together and the sense of of who I was and my place on the spiritual path and progress and my problems, my defilements, all kind of congealed in this sense of, um, yeah, in, in a way, beginning with wrong view. And there is this real um, tangle of of Dhamma Chanda and conceit of Dhamma Chanda longing, long my heart longing for the Dharma and the kind of sincerity and, and beauty of that longing was mixed in with a whole raft of self-view. And in that in that self view, in that conceit, uh, there is self harshness is born, idealism, and unbalanced striving is born, comparing mind, competitiveness is born, a whole kind of um, flood of of pain, and so. We we make effort, we really do make effort, but we must all witness the the limits of our willfulness. To witness the limits of our to, to actually vividly encounter the willfulness failing us to encounter the ways that that's sourcing our effort from that wellspring uh, leads to some tension. And so the, the question, like what, what does effort for you look like on the other side of your willfulness? It's a kind of koan. Is it possible for us to, uh, to rest amidst effort. I, I would love when uh, teacher, uh, teach about Qigong, we would do Qigong in the morning before, you know, retreat sitting started. And, uh, and the language he would use is like, underdo it, underdo it. We're still doing it. It was still 6 a.m., and we're doing, we're awake and moving, but underdo it. 
Saradhat Tejaniya says, right effort is effort with wisdom. Wisdom. Because where there is wisdom, there's interest. The desire to know something is wisdom at work. Being mindful is not difficult, but it's difficult to be continuously aware. For that, you need right effort. But it doesn't require a great deal of energy. It's a relaxed perseverance in reminding yourself to be aware. When you're aware, wisdom unfolds naturally and there's still more interest. The mind's relaxed. The mind knows something about itself. The meaning of effort is to continue, try to be patient, try to be relaxed. Effort is, um, it's a major, major theme in the the suttas. Um, I'm not a scholar, but my understanding is it's like a kind of numerical count, you know, effort is, is, uh, is up there in terms of, uh, frequently mentioned uh, themes and it is in part a major theme in the suttas because neurosis is often the path of least resistance i talked about the the pervasiveness of goodness the sensitivity to goodness that's that's all true too but neurosis is often the path of least resistance, meaning like my bad habits require precisely zero effort. The glide path to donuts is frictionless. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Nothing wrong with donuts. Um, William James says, uh, uh, we're mere bundles of habit. We are imitators and uh, copiers of our past selves. A kind of psychological, karmic, neural momentum, imitators and copiers of our past selves. And not all of our habits are conducive to our happiness. And so deep growth Deep growth is not always comfortable. Sometimes it feels like water running down a hill, but often takes energy. It takes energy to, it takes energy to listen to our own best advice. When we know what needs to be done, we often have some access to wisdom but it's hard hard to listen to that shanti deva says um, we hate suffering but love its causes that's a remarkable distillation of so much hate suffering but love its causes and one way of of reading that is that um Clinging has partially worked. It's been reinforced. It's been conserved over time, certainly over evolutionary time, but over the time of our own life, clinging has been reinforced. And the craving, clinging, acquisition, maybe momentary relief, 
and then disappointment and then a new that 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 disappointment the unquenchability of of craving that gives rise to a new cycle another round we try it again and dharma looks at the the ways that suffering has been reinforced the partial satisfaction of clinging anger with its honeyed tip and poisoned root the buddha said that's just one example but to to put down the poison we have to renounce the honey that takes effort energy hate suffering but love its causes energy is often about loving the causes of suffering less and we do what we can to source that effort from uh, from wise view from wise view from uh, relaxation, from sensitivity, sensitivity to goodness. I offer this for your consideration. So uh, it's lovely to uh, think of you out there somewhere, all of us out there somewhere. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll keep going. So I wish you all a good uh, day. May uh, may you uh, not be alienated from uh, from goodness.